Welcome to the Tuesday of General Assembly uh, and the Y'all Saints episode where we're recapping General Assembly for the day. And uh, this is a uh, Y'all Saints is a ministry of All Saints Presbyterian Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. I'm Pastor Matt, and I've got uh, a guest with me tonight. We're doing guests uh, as much as we can this week. Pastor Nathan's already in bed. And uh, our guest, Pastor Jason, wishes he was in bed. <laughs> but listen, after that music intro, I might have to get out my jaw harp and we're going to stay up for a little while. There you go. But since you're my roommate and you said, I'm doing this, uh, I don't really have a choice. He was going to be awake for it anyway. So I've got Jason Halopoulos with me tonight. Jason's one of my oldest friends. Uh, we went to seminary together and, uh, and have come up in the PCA together. And so i uh, very glad to have him with me. Tonight, Jason is the pastor of University Reformed Church in East Lansing, and uh, and so um, anyways, we've been rooming at General Assembly now since I've been coming to General Assembly. So it's, how many years is that? Uh, so all told, that's uh, like 13 years, except one year you were sick, so you roomed by yourself. That was Disney World. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. and I've missed one General Assembly since then. But saying that so. we roomed together doesn't necessarily mean that you had a bed all those years. That first year, you were on the floor. Uh, that's right. I wasn't ordained yet, so you wouldn't let me sleep in a bed. <laughs> there was an empty sure bed. Was there was an empty bed in the room. <laughs> you just wouldn't let me sleep in it. Uh, and I've been paying for it every year since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, anyways, um, we are glad that you're with us tonight or tomorrow morning, as is the case. Uh, we went late tonight at General Assembly. We'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, but uh, before we do, uh, this is the one episode this week where I'm going to mention our birthdays and anniversaries. I want to say happy birthday to Lauren Monday and uh, our own Nathan McCall and Rosie Hollis. Uh, we're, we hope you guys have a wonderful week. Of course, we know Nathan will. It's his birthday and General Assembly, so it doesn't get any better than that. But uh, anyways, uh, Lauren and Rosie, I hope you guys have a great week and a happy birthday. Also want to wish uh, Craig and Elizabeth Mockmore a happy anniversary. We're glad that all of you are part of All Saints, and uh, we hope you guys have a good week. So here we are. It's Tuesday of General Assembly, and as a reminder, the meeting proper didn't start until this evening. During the day-to-day, overtures continued their work. Uh, If you haven't listened to our previous episodes for General Assembly, we've got one that explains how it works generally, and then we've got one that talks about the business for this year, and then uh, we did our Monday episode last night, and that's available now as well, and you'll want to go back and listen to those. We're not going to take time tonight to uh, explain all of the uh, the ways that things work. So we're also not going to go through the overtures this evening. It is late for us, and uh, what overtures committee did today was really, just as they did yesterday, uh, debate and perfect and, in the end, make recommendations to the Assembly. So the overtures will come to the Assembly on Thursday, and there the Assembly will actually take them up and, and make final decisions on those overtures. So we'll come back to the overtures later in the week. I will generalize and say I think that overtures this year has gone really well. I'm, I'm pleased with, uh, with the outcomes. Jason, is that how you feel about that? Yeah, um, been sitting on the overtures committee this year, and so what we started yesterday at oh, what was it, uh, nine a.m. and went till about seven p.m. last night and until they kicked us out. Literally, that, literally, they yeah. kicked us out. And then this morning we started back up at eight, and we just finished at what four o'clock or so this afternoon. Some of the yeah. five o'clock. No, I guess it's five o'clock today. So. And uh, I, you guys didn't finish. Finish, did you? Because he asked to reconvene tomorrow. Yeah. So we actually had one overture that was uh, we were referring to next year's assembly and uh, regarding the 
um, the abuse report. Mm -hmm. And we actually moved to reconsider that. And so we're going to take it back up and debate it. And some people are going to work on trying to see if we can come up with a compromise. And so we're reconvening to hopefully save the assembly some real wrestling with uh, seeing it uh, postponed until next year. So that's a hope tomorrow afternoon. Good. I didn't mention it yesterday, but uh, All Saints is a part of the Nashville Presbytery. And our representatives, each presbytery gets to send a teaching elder and a ruling elder. And our representatives this year from the Nashville Presbytery are Kevin Twitt, our teaching elder, and Bryce Sullivan, who is a ruling elder at Covenant Presbyterian Church in Green Hill. So we're thankful for their service on the committee. Uh, Again, we'll come back in detail and report on the overtures later this week as the assembly takes those up. Uh, Also meeting today were the the Committee on Discipleship Ministries and uh, Covenant College Mission to North America, which is kind of our church planting arm, Mission to the World, which is our foreign missions, the PCA Foundation, which encourages uh, generous giving in the denomination, and Ridgehaven, which is our camp. Uh, We're not going to talk about any of those this evening because I'm not aware of any significant business that happened in any of those committees today. Um, So, Jason, have you you heard any scuttlebutt about it? I think that's exactly right. Yeah. And, uh, uh, what we did have, though, is uh, the Interchurch Relations Committee met. Uh, I'm, I'm still hoping to get an opportunity to uh, bring on the show David Garner, who is uh, a professor at Westminster Seminary and a teaching elder and who served on that committee this year. We weren't able to get together today to talk about that committee's work after the committee met. Uh, but I do want to just briefly uh, explain this evening what that decision was out of that committee today. Uh, the, uh, the PCA belongs to an organization called the National Association of Evangelicals. And uh, I don't, I'm going to use an image that may be negative to some people and positive to others. I don't mean it either way. I'm just characterizing it generally. But it's kind of the NRA for e- evangelicals. They, uh, they are very active lobbying in Washington on behalf of... Uh, evangelicals, whoever that is. and uh, But among those that, that that includes is the the PCA. We, as a denomination, are a member organization of the National Association of Evangelicals. And there was an overture this year to withdraw the PCA from the National Association of Evangelicals. And uh, that overture went to the Interchurch Relations Committee, and that committee of commissioners has recommended that we answer that overture in the affirmative. And so that'll come to the floor of the assembly over the next two days, and the assembly will make a decision about whether they'll do that or not. But I've asked Jason if he would talk uh, for just a minute and kind of explain why it is that we we might want to uh, withdraw our membership from the NAE. What's what's driving that overture? Yeah, maybe, you know, as we talk about the National Association of Evangelicals uh, as— as Pastor Matt said, I mean, they function uh, really as a lobbying group um, in Washington, D.C., and they will lobby for different things that they believe the church should be concerned about. What's interesting is is that they will often lobby for things that we as the PCA would never lobby for. Um, What's maybe even more fascinating is that we will often hear at the assembly, like on overtures today, we will debate an awful lot about whether the PCA should make statements on things that 
the PCA generally agrees about, but whether we should even make public statements about those things to government officials, because does that disrupt our view of the spirituality of the church? And so even on things that we agree with, there's often hesitation for us as a denomination to speak on those things to governing bodies or even outside of uh, just our conversation within the church gathered. And here we have a organization that is lobbying for certain things in the political realm, and many of them we don't even agree with, Yeah. Uh, let alone some of them that we would agree with, and we might, ah, oh, we're glad somebody's lobbying for that. Uh, the, the argument on the other side of the equation is often uh, that, that we have heard this week, and no doubt we will hear as well when it hits the floor tomorrow or the day after, uh, is that though we may not agree with everything, uh, we get to exercise our voice among this group of gathered evangelicals, and that's helpful for the greater evangelical cause. Um, and these are the things that we're weighing um, and what is wise. But uh, as this comes to the floor, there's this recommendation saying we need to withdraw from this, especially because they have advocated for some things that uh, are not conducive, I think, to the average um, PCA church, Presbytery, uh, churchmen, uh, politically. Yeah. Yeah, we, we also belong to another organization called NAPARC, which is a group of Presbyterian churches, like-minded Presbyterian churches, and while uh, while and reformed we're, churches, reformed churches, that's right. Mm. And while reformed being uh, in this context a reference to churches who are from a, a Dutch heritage, uh, Presbyterian typically from a Scottish heritage, but our theology is profoundly uh, unified. Uh, we use the Westminster standards. The Dutch traditions use the three forms of unity, which is the Heidelberg Catechism and the Belgic Confession and the this, uh, Canons of Dort. But um, the uh, in that group of like-minded denominations, the PCA is the only one that's a member of the National Association of Evangelicals. And so, uh, which raises the question, what what do our sister denominations see about the... Uh, the, the good and the bad of being a part of the NAE that has led them to believe that they shouldn't be a part. Some have been members and left. Others have never chosen to, to be a part of the National Association of Evangelicals. So, um, yeah, uh, we're, we're not only uh, a member organization, and therefore we give the NAE the privilege of speaking on our behalf, when in fact that may not always be, uh, they may not always speak well on our behalf. We may not always agree with what they say. We're actually we've we've provided leadership for the NAE mm-hmm. um, for years, and uh, so s- some would argue that we have influence there, and we shouldn't walk away from that influence. Uh, we shouldn't be withdrawing from the cultural sphere and and taking our voice out of that sphere. Uh, and yet, our voice has been a part of that sphere, and it's difficult to measure what kind of benefit that's provided. So, um, I I'm personally uh, in favor of us withdrawing. Uh, I've made that known at Presbytery and uh, to anyone who who asks where I stand on it. And so uh, hopefully that will prevail. Again, the committee has recommended that we do, in fact, withdraw. Uh, but it will be a, a fairly uh, significant discussion on the floor of the Assembly, I'm confident. Okay, so uh, those were the committees that worked today. Uh, after the committees finished their work, we had a dinner break and then we reconvened for worship. Uh, Roy Taylor is the outgoing 
moderator. He was the stated clerk of the PCA for many, many years. He retired a couple of years ago and, uh, and then was a, a moderator of the General Assembly. And the outgoing moderator is the one who preaches the first sermon of the assembly uh, when he's uh, the year after he served as moderator. And so that was uh, Dr. Roy Taylor. So he preached this evening uh, after the worship service. It was a brief recess, and we came back and conducted uh, a little bit of business. It went longer than I think anybody wanted it to. We were scheduled to end at 10. We actually ended at 11 this evening. So uh, Jason very kindly is continuing here on the podcast with me at 1130. We're both ready to get in bed. Uh, We're actually sitting in our hotel room on our beds, and so it makes it even harder. But um, business tonight, typically on Tuesday night, we elect a moderator. We did that tonight. Uh, John Bice and Mel um, um, Duncan. Duncan. Mel Duncan were both nominated. Uh, it was uh, it was fairly close, if I remember correctly. Was it, it was. like fifty two percent to forty eight? Yeah, sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but John Bice prevailed, and uh, I look forward to to him serving as moderator. Uh, in the past, when I've been in in committees that he moderated, he's uh, he's done an admirable job, and so hopefully he'll keep us moving in the right direction. Uh, efficiently and fairly, and, uh, and we'll have a good year together under his leadership. Um, was uh, Of the rest of the meeting tonight, the business that we conducted, I know there were several things that we were anticipating being issues tonight, but most of that got postponed to later. Uh, is there anything else worth reporting tonight? I mean, the only other things we did tonight, right, were the overtures that had to do with Book of Church Order amendments. So, that book that governs our government of the church, uh, the things that were passed at last year's General Assembly then had to pass two-thirds of our presbyteries, and then they had to be voted on again and approved at this year's assembly to actually amend our book of church orders. So we went through a series of those tonight, You know, something like uh, where now sessions and presbyteries can do virtual Voting uh, in yeah, meetings. because of COVID, that's because right. Because of COVID. I mean, so we, a few of those things we approved tonight, uh, and there was very little discussion about them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. More than I anticipated, really, because by the time we get to this point in the process, it kind of feels like a foregone conclusion. They, True. They passed last year. They got ratified by the presbyteries, and it's late. Let's get this done. But there there was one that, um, that had like more than 30% voting not to do it. Um, it was, it was quite a bit of debate, but a lot of it, uh, was procedural, you know, rules about how we function stuff that we care about because we're in the middle of it quite often, but, uh, but which I don't think the average church member, Mm -hmm. uh, really has much interest in. Um, yeah, so that's it. We, uh, we finished late tonight and, uh, we're, we're going to try and get some rest and, um, uh, planning to do another report tomorrow to let you know what, uh, what we get done tomorrow. Again, the, the full meeting, the full assembly began this evening. We recessed at 11. And so we will reconvene at nine 30 tomorrow morning and, uh, and go throughout the day and, and the evening and, uh, and conduct the business of the assembly. So, uh, looking forward to that so far, I would say the assembly is going really well. I'm encouraged and, uh, and looking forward to the rest of our work this week. Anything else from you, Jason? Well, just good being with you, good being with the saints of all saints. Uh, and I do feel like I can serve them in even a better way than oh, on no. this podcast. Just think, I, I want I want you, if you have any questions about uh, Pastor Matt Bradley, 
known you for about 20 years now. I feel like I could fill in all kinds of details for you. So he has my contact information. I just want you to shoot me an email, give me a phone call. I got plenty of stories that I feel like could help you in your context. I just there. want to remember, want to remind you that the ninth commandment <laughs> says, "You you shall not bear false witness." <laughs> they're, they're, look, I don't have to bear false witness. I got plenty of stories. <laughs> oh no! Uh, um, Jason's number is. Uh, <laughs> Oh, is that Ninth Commandment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now you're going to bring it up. <laughs> okay, well, that's right. it. We're, we're obviously punch drunk, and so uh, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks again, Jason, for being with us tonight, and uh, we may have you on again later this week if I can't find anybody else. No. To. <laughs> I'm looking for new roommates in next year's General Assembly. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for joining us this evening. Y'all Saints is a podcast of and for All Saints Presbyterian Church, Brentwood, Tennessee. We hope you'll join us again uh, tomorrow. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to get episodes delivered into your podcast app as they're published. Thanks again. Have a wonderful week. And we will see you on uh, Sunday. At this point in the podcast, Nathan usually tells a joke. Do you have any dad jokes that you could tell? No, yeah. It's probably safe.